Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Kayla, and you are now tuned in to the John and Jackie podcast, hosted by two of my favorite podcasters and content creators, Mr. Fidel Cashflow and Miss Jackie, if you're nasty, and... Coming to you straight from the East Coast of these here un-United States of America. It's the fabulous and gorgeous Jackie with the Cuban ill hustler himself, John. You're tuned in to Jackie and John, the podcast. <laughs> Jackie. John. You're listening to the John Effect Podcast. This is episode 200 and I believe it's 273. Let me check. All right, so I was right. Welcome back to episode 273. I am your host, John Salvatore Mackey, a.k.a. Jamal Cena, your master of ceremonies. Cuban Rose in the Flesh, the podcast quarterback, Fidel Cashflow, the Afro-Latino Ryan Reynolds on these hoes, the young OG, Bro Olivia Pope, Chief Bone Jones, Mr. Carte Blanche himself, and you guys know what time it is. You know it's a takeover, so I am joined by my partner in crime. Hey, y'all. It's your favorite B&B, and I'm not talking about bed and breakfast, bitches. <laughs> You okay? Not nah, I'm not talking about bread and breakfast. What <laughs> is going on? This is um this is our first Jackie and John in over a month. Is it? We didn't do a Jackie and John last month because oh yeah yeah you're right. So and we um we had a crop we had a you know a, a link up with Rain Coleman. Yeah, uh, we did the anniversary episode. I ain't want to give them too much. They don't, mm, I ain't want to give them too much. Okay, okay. <laughs> but what's been going on, love? You know, we talked I love how you ask me what's going on on this show as okay, if I, I do not talk. Oh, hold, please, hold, please, hold, please. Let, let me rephrase the question. Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Hey, love, hey. let the listeners know what's been going on. <laughs> Nothing much. Um, you know, Jackie and John is here. You know, mm-hmm. we are almost in Gemini season. So, you know, we're just getting things revved up. You know, we're ready for the shits and shenanigans this month. Um, mm-hmm. we are introducing a new segment for the show because we are taking a break and a hiatus from bitch water. Yeah. So we're swapping out bitch well for something new. Yeah, so listen, listeners, stay tuned. You gotta wait for it. So but been you, going on. you know, I have been, you know, okay, I've been I've been not okay, but I'm okay now. <laughs> right, I get you. I understand. Yeah. I completely understand. But I'm good. Um life is treating me good. Life in general is treating me good. That's Maybe good. some of the people I know in life. You know, welcome. 
could take a back seat. You know, could take a back seat. But um, overall, I feel good. I'm enjoying Texas, and work is work is work. You know, some days are crazy. Some days are sure. I don't want to work, and some days are just quiet. Like I like it. You know, right. but um. Overall, from a scale of one to ten, how am I feeling with ten being the best? Yeah. I want to give you a nine. Okay, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Vibes only. I love I miss you though. I miss your I miss face. You too. I do. I miss you. Listen, um, I have a plan. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm a parlay in Virginia for about a month. A month. Yeah, you know, I can. All I need is a laptop and the internet to work. Right, I know. And, you know, stay with my baby, my girl. And, um, and yeah, baby, catch up. are you going to be a guest? Are you going to be a guest on the Grandbabies podcast? Welcome <laughs> my grandbabies like that. <laughs> they are giving me a run for my money, baby. I'm telling, I'm telling you, just I be recording his mama, and I know she'd be cussing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Didn't you say Asia was to possibly come into the podcast fold? Yeah, she has. I, I love the concept. I love the idea. It, it goes along with, you know, life experiences and her oh. profession. So, okay. but yeah, she asked about you the other day and, um, and everything. I said, matter of fact, I'm recording with them, you know, this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, She's going to circle back around, you know. Oh, tell her, take her time. Tell her I am here for her. Because mm-hmm. okay. she, she built the website and everything. Okay, so. okay, I know that's right for building the website. <laughs> but yeah, everybody's doing good. The grandkids are doing good. Um, my kids are doing good. So yeah, everything's good. Yeah. I'm excited. Are you ready for the um, shits? Audience, are you ready for the shits? I know y'all are. Use the hashtag Jackie John Pie when you're listening to this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to let you kick off rapid fire, ladies first. Ladies first. The rapid fire, Mr. Salvatore. Yeah, oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, Jacqueline. Yes. Will, <laughs> will you ever go into Thundercat? mode again will i ever go into that's a wow that's a good question i love that question because i've been in this space of nostalgia and going Mm -hmm. back 20 years into the early 2000s when i was at peak thundercat um (laughs) so here's the thing i i'm 39 in uh 10 days so Here's the thing. I don't know if I I'm mentally I'm I've evolved. Mm-hmm. I I can't really be in young Thundercat mode because I'm not a young Thundercat. Like I'm not, I'm not a baby. I'm not green anymore. Like I I have life experiences under my belt. I've loved, I've lost, I I've run the gamut as a fully realized person i think being a young thundercat is a snapshot of time and i think you have that and you can't necessarily go back to it time moves on 
Um, I think you can evolve. I don't know what the evolution of a young Thundercat is. Um, you know, I'm evolving every day as a person, um, you know, so where I'm not a young Thundercat, you know, I'm still that nigga, so I, I can say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. I like the answer. I love it. The reason, so let me jump back. So mm-hmm. the reason I, I, I can't say, oh, it can happen X, Y, Z, because my thing is you never want to be that person that is stuck in the peak of your life or at, mm-hmm. at a time of your life. You never want to be, like, I look at it like you don't want to be X, Y, age and trying to dress and appeal to how you used to be. I've always said I I want to, you know, age out of things gracefully and I don't want to be the older older person trying to be young, hip and all that. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. things have a start, they have a middle, they have an end and, you know, like I said, things evolve. Yeah. I get it. I like the answer. Appreciate it. That was a good, that was a really good question. Thank you. All right. Next and final rapid fire for you. Are you crushing on anyone? If so, who? Am I crushing on anyone? I'm not crushing on anyone new. Um, I mean, of course I have my straight men crushes. (laughs) <laughs> of course, we know I'm always going to crush on Hendrix and I'm always going to crush on CEO Hayes because those are just good looking men. Don't make that face. These are they're good looking men and I can enjoy that aesthetic and not be like, oh, my God, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, it, it's not that. So as mm. far as like crushes. No, there's not any, like, let me just say this. There's not anything on the horizon. Like no every hometown time, crush? No, nobody back home you crushing on? No, that's, mm-hmm. no, it's funny because, you know, since I've been, I've officially been single, um, shit, come December to be eight years, which is the longest I've been single. Mm-hmm. But every few years, you know, somebody pops up and, you know, there's a situation where I'm dealing with somebody, but it never goes to the next level. Like mm-hmm. 16 was the doctor. And then um, 2018 was, you know, I was trying to get to know this guy named Roger and that really didn't pop off. And I didn't really talk about that on the podcast. Cause right. he missed sometimes. Okay. And then um, 2020 was Alex. And so I want to say I'm probably somebody's going to probably pop up in mm. this summer or something will happen. I don't know, because that's kind of how it's been. Mm. Um, but I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm always open. Um, but yeah, there's not anyone I'm crushing on. There's not anybody that I'm trying to get to know. I'm open, but, you know, niggas weird. And I just I don't have time for weird energy. So to answer your question, no. No. Okay, I got you. I got you. All right. I'm ready. All right. So it's so funny because we, we kind of synced up. Our first question <laughs> is love off of the table for you, Jack? <laughs> uh, I hate us because we just sync up, don't we? <laughs> we do. We, we sync up a lot. 
Love is temporarily off the table for Jackie. That is fair. Because I don't know, I don't know when it's gonna happen again. I'm not looking, I'm not searching, I'm not, I'm not sitting around like, oh, where's my king? Oh, when am I gonna have a husband? I'm not doing all that. I'm good. If it's gonna happen for me, it's gonna happen when it's meant for it to happen again. So I'm cool. That that is fair. Mm -hmm. So let me my next question. What would you say is the biggest misconception about you for people that are not familiar with you? Damn, there's so many. <laughs> I want to say one of the biggest misconceptions of me about me is Uh, thinking my intentions are always negative. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, people who know me, the people who know me, when I say somebody knows me, I don't, I'm not talking about somebody who watches my Instagram videos or YouTube or interacts with me on, on a social media app on a regular basis. I'm talking about somebody who knows me beyond that. Right, right. Yeah, and like for people to, you know, the ones who you feel like should know you don't really know you. That's oh, tell, tell the truth, shame the devil. Yeah, that's fucked up. So me asking a question or making a comment is me genuinely because I'm concerned. Right. Not because not not for some some negative dumb shit. So right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a big misconception. And then like, um, I don't think I do it, but I really feel like people when I post certain things, I think people think I'm trying to showboat or um be flashy or what's the word? Opulent. I guess. I don't know, but that's not me either. I mean, I work hard. I work fucking hard. And you deserve and nice things. If I want to share something I did for myself. Why can't I do that? Right. Y'all be, be out here posting y'all raggedy ass Valentine's Day shit. Right. I be posting. I be posting all the time for me, not just Valentine's Day. Right. I don't post because it ain't nobody's business. My thing is the stuff I want to share. I will send <sighs> to my friends. I will text my friends. I will call my friends, and I'll be like, "Hey, Jackie, I got these shoes." What do you think about them? Like, I, I don't need to broadcast that to social media. Like, y'all. Yeah, but it's not. But I don't want nobody to think it's, it's bragging. My thing is, here's, here's the thing. I can post something. I can post, ooh. Like, I was real quiet about when I closed on my house. You know what I'm saying? You are. I did one simple post. I didn't post a picture of the house or anything when I closed or anything. I just said I got the keys to my new home or whatever, whatever. Nothing, you know, I don't even know if any like people was congratulatory or whatever. I, I doubt it. But depending on who the person is and they post that, you, you're getting thousands and thousands of people, not really thousands, but what I'm saying is you're getting a multitude of people saying congratulations. But if I post something, I don't get congratulations. I get, oh, she, she's bragging. You, you said you follow me now? Oh, I, already know. I, I already know what time it is. Okay. All right. 
But that, that, that's that's what I think is the most misunderstood. So why can't I just be human and do the things other humans do? Right. But I would say that shit for I got an auntie gym for y'all bitches. Let's go. Okay, so <laughs> word association, you're up. You're up with word. Oh, <laughs> commando. Commando. Ooh. Uh, oh, I'm. I'm. Wow, I'm in a lot of commando. Um. I'm picturing GI Joe. That's not what I was picturing, but that's a good one. <laughs> okay, what's your next one? Um, pot pie. Pot pie. Chicken pot pie. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. You black bitch. You fucking black bitch. No, thank you. I don't know. Hard pass. Hard pass. <sighs> okay. Okay. You know, one more is three word association. Okay. Grandparents. The loves of my life, my babies, my heartbeat. <laughs> my heartbeat. I really wanted to know what you thought about Pot Pie. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not with that. It's okay. I'm just level of spaghetti. I get it. I get it. Oh, I would say Pot Pies are definitely. Well above spaghetti. <laughs> oh. I just, I just pop like spaghetti is a definite no. Pop pie. I just, I don't. I like pie. I just don't want a pie. When I think of pie, to me, mm. pie is sweet and not savory. Like pop pies, mm. aren't, like pop pies aren't sweet. They're hearty, and it's like, no. If it was like, like if you flip the lid, flip the top off, and it's a casserole, fuck yeah. But a pop pie, yeah. True too. I never thought about it like that. Hmm. That's why I don't like I don't like shepherd's pie. I don't like Popeyes hmm. because pie is a dessert, not a meal. Okay. I mean, I feel it. They do got savory pies. You just not you just associate the word pie as sweet with sweet dessert. Yeah, I get it. I'm, I'm antiquated. My POV. My pies are mm-hmm. sweet. Not. Oh, that's right. <laughs> What you got for me? Hmm. Casual sex. Casual sex. That's your first word association. That's two words, bitch. <laughs> That's fine. When you pop it, you can do what you want. Casual sex. Hey, you, I, you was popping. Okay, so casual sex. Um, it happens. Okay. Two thousand twenty-three. That's that's the next word. That's the next word. Two thousand twenty-three. Oh shit, it's 2023. Oh man, 2023. Anticipating. Okay. All right. I'm looking, I don't want to say I'm, I don't want to say I'm looking forward to it. I kind I guess I'm anticipating, yeah, 2023. Yeah. Okay, because we we're almost at that halfway mark. Mm-hmm. So last one. Mm. Texas. In love. Love it. Okay. I love that because I remember a few months ago, not to tell your business, but I remember a few months ago, mm. you know, we were talking, you were a little homesick. I was. Glad to see that you love Texas. 
Yeah, I just needed to go home for uh, that hot second and realize there was I was missing nothing. You know, um, I still keep in touch with the people I keep in touch with. You know, before I left and everything. If anything, hell, I talk to you more. <laughs> I feel like we talk about the same. I think we do because we're we're goofy as shit. <laughs> yeah, we, we, Jackie and I talk several times. We text every day and we talk all times of day and night. I can wake up right. in the middle of the night and Jackie and I are texting. Um, so we need to mosey on over. We're gonna start. Would you suck that dick? So we're gonna have yours. We're gonna go to the flip. We're gonna come back. Oh, and then we're gonna do your dick. His dick, mine, and then we're gonna do. Our new segment, and then Yay! we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back for the table topic. All right. So, the first thing, Elaine <sighs> rapper, actor based in Atlanta. Would you suck his dick? Is it ludicrous? Yes. Yes, I would. Ooh, yes. I find Christopher Bridges. <laughs> to be quite attractive. I think as he's gotten older and he's put mm-hmm. on a, a little bit of muscle and grown man weight. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I always, I don't, I always yes. love Ludacris. I would too, shit. We, we tag teaming. <laughs> <laughs> what that dick look like? <laughs> I know in my Shondo that Luda has Schmidt. I believe that beat is heavy. In my spirit, I believe he's got he's one of them light skinned niggas with a big dick, dark, with a a brown head, a brown head, and a dark dick. Like that, it's not like Nelly that's all red and you know, very flavored. Ludacris has a big, heavy, meaty, schmeaty brown Mm. dick. I agree with everything you said. I'm gonna be like, yeah, if I have to open up the basement of my throat to have a good time, then so be it. Well, shout out to you because I agree with you. Collapse that throat. Okay, so actor worked with Kelly McGillis, worked with Meg Ryan. All of his ex wives are actresses. What do you like? Tom Cruise. Yes. Fuck to the no. What? I don't find Tom Cruise to be attractive now. Mm-hmm. I didn't find Tom Cruise to be attractive then. I think he is a generic looking white man. Mm. And I think he I think Tom Cruise low-key is quite unhinged. So absolutely not. As far as that meat, I don't. <sighs> I, I think it's average length. I think it's average, uh-huh. length. and that's uh-huh. it. I don't. I don't think much of Tom Cruise or his member. Yeah, I think it's average. I don't think it's no. spectacular. I think. I don't average. think he can fuck either. I think. I think he's just. I think he's very disappointing and sad. Hmm. He gives me. He likes the woman to do all the work. Energy. I. I definitely get that from him. Yeah, like I said, nothing spectacular. Would I do it? Yeah, I would. Because <laughs> I, I, I love Tom Cruise. I just think Tom Cruise is a great actor. He's a, I mean, he's a great actor, but I ain't sucking his dick. I mean, I, I would. I mean, I'm just going to see my face. White man's four. It's okay. Just, you know, just for a hot 
second. The spirit of Tamara Mallory is calling. It's okay. <laughs> okay, so the final dingling. This is this is a weird bunch. Okay. Just very random. And, you, and I kept the, the clues very simple. So you, you're going to get this one too. All right. So <laughs> currently in court. <laughs> you black bitch. Johnny Depp. Yes. And he got um, it. <laughs> would I suck his dick? Ooh. Okay. I'm going to say no. And the reason I'm saying no is because Johnny Depp smokes cigarettes. Oh. And that is such a turnoff for me. Hmm. So no. If he didn't smoke oh. cigarettes, Johnny Depp put that dick in my face. Well, break my esophagus. But you know what? I'm getting he smokes cigarettes because for a white man to be smoking cigarettes, he, he has aged very gracefully. He has. Um, I don't know if he's on and off, but I know he, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I can't. Okay. Um, now, I think, I think Johnny Depp has girth. Mm. I think he's slightly above average with length, but I think he has girth. I think he got girth, and I too. think he is a caring, passionate lover. I get that, too. I think he wants to make you feel good, so... Yes, but yes, no, not, not sucking that white man's dick. I would. I'm, I, I, no. So we're gonna go. We're gonna take a. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna refresh our. We're gonna freshen up our cocktail. Yeah, I'm gonna pour me another. Drink. We're gonna be back after the flippy, and I'm going to give Jackie her. Um, with, she sucked those dicks. So we will catch you guys in a second. So we've refreshed our dreams and <laughs> we are ready. Are you ready for some dicks? Baby, I stay ready. <laughs> your, your, I will say this. Your selection of penis, because I think that is, or penises, was very, it was a grab bag, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... It's like grabbing jimmies, you know? My, I, I'm in, I'm still in my nostalgia bag, so <laughs> I will say this. We are always synced up to a degree. So <laughs> I I'm I'm in I'm in my 90s bag. So <laughs> my first contender for you mm. is a bona all these are bona fide movie stars. Movie stars, okay. Oh, we are in the same bag, okay. This first selection, some of his co-stars include Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock, mm-hmm. um, Lawrence Fishburne. 
Is it um Cuba? Who? Cuba Gooden Jr. It is not Cuba Gooden Jr. Denzel, Sandra Bullock, and what was the other one? Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. <sighs> I'm surprised you're not getting this right off the bat. Ice Cube. It is girl. No, it's not Ice Cube. Is he Caucasian? No, he's he's not Caucasian. <sighs> he's not black though. He's but he's not Caucasian. He's not black. Jet Li? I'm playing. Hold on. <laughs> but he's not Caucasian. Mm. Oh, another one of his co-stars, Halle Berry. I can't hear you. Is it um, Lisa Bonet's ex-husband? No, it's not Lisa Bonet's ex-husband. He's not black, but he's not Caucasian. He's not black. He's not white. He's acted alongside Sandra Bullock twice, Denzel Washington, Halle Berry. Keanu Reeves? It is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> You know what? It, you know what did it for me? What? When you said Sandra Bullock twice. That's why I did it because I was like, "You're just you're not you're not picking up what I'm putting down for." I picked it up, and I'm gonna put it in my bag. So you're you're gonna suck Keanu's dick? Well, you know I love Keanu. I, I feel like you. I feel like you know my top three Caucasian actors that I love to death. Um, you know Tom Cruise and Keanu, and I don't know. I'm gonna think of number three. I feel like you know him better than I do. But anyway, back to Keanu. Yes, absolutely. What do you think it looked like? Woo, let me tell you something. I feel like Keanu has a long penis, but it's narrow. I can see that. I, I feel like it's long and narrow, but it's pretty. It don't got that crazy pinkish color weirdness looking to it. It just, it just looked like a normal average dick. And I feel like Keanu got a stroke game. I feel like he got a stroke game. Okay. I feel like Keanu could fuck. And I was like, that did. Oh, right. are, you ready? are you ready for your next content? And don't matter what haircut he got. <laughs> okay. Hey, Ray. Okay. Are you ready for I would agree with me when it comes to Keanu. I think he would too. So anyway, go. Our next selection for you. Mm-hmm. This is an actor. Mm -hmm. He has acted alongside Tom Cruise, mm -hmm. Jim Carrey, Tommy Lee Jones. He has portrayed a rock icon in a biopic. He has also collaborated with Nicole Kidman. Damn, Jim Carrey. And Al Pacino. And he worked with Al Pacino? Mm-hmm. And you said Tommy Lee Jones? Tommy Lee Jones, Jim Carrey, Nicole Kidman, Tom Cruise. Okay, so what is um oh my god, I can't think of her name. 
Billy, what's her her name? Her ex husband's name is Billy something. Billy who? The one that used to be married to Brad Pitt. Angelina Jolie's ex husband. I don't know if they've done a film together. Billy Ray, is it Billy Ray? What's the what's name? Though? It's not. No, it's not Billy Bob Thornton. Billy who? It's not Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, that's who I was like. Okay, um, Mark Wahlberg. I don't know. It's not Mark Wahlberg. <sighs> Tom Cruise. One of his most famous portrayals is a rock icon. One of his most famous portrayals is. A feathered animal. Okay, so I know Justin Hoffman. No. So it's not the dude from Rain Man. <laughs> it's not, girl, no, it's not Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> Okay, Al Pacino. I'm trying to link him on Tom Cruise. Rock, uh, he did a rock. Damn it. Was it Billy Idol? It was Jim Morrison of the Doors, but it's not Billy Idol. Oh, I can't think of this dude. Oh, you're talking about um, he worked with Samuel Jackson too? I don't know. Damn, it ain't, the, it ain't who I'm thinking of. This is Who'd the white you think? Actor, the white actor. Um, it's a lot of white actors. Um, the one that worked with Sandra Bullock, A Time to Kill. No, it's not Matthew McConaughey. I don't know who it is, shit. It's Val Kilmer. Oh. Goose from Top Gun. Yeah. Top, but I wasn't thinking Top Gun. Tom Cruise got so many damn movies, you know? He worked with Tom Cruise in Top Gun. He worked with Jim Carrey, Nicole Kimmy, and Tommy Lee Jones in Batman Forever. Oh, yeah. He portrayed Jim Morrison in the Doors biopic. Okay, let's let's keep it about young Val Kilmer, yes. Not the Val Kilmer that put on all that weight, no. <laughs> you rude bitch. Uh, he lost his... Okay, here's the thing. It ain't about the... That was not, a beautiful... Let me just say this. Mm-hmm. back on it. Prime Val Kilmer was a gorgeous man. Oh mm-hmm. my God, yes. Mm-hmm. That is an ideal white man. Them pouty lips. Let me tell you something. I would, it would be the, I could, I could do the, the Val Kilmer that was in the, the Denzel movie. Um, What's the Denzel movie where he Oh, he was in that. He was in that. You um, know what I'm talking about? When he kept going back in time. Deja Deja Vu. Vu. I could do Val Kilmer and Deja Vu because that was a fuller Val Kilmer because I don't want nobody to think I'm out here body uh, like, naming You him. like thicker men, so... Dude, I, I love a nice meaty man. Let's be clear. I love a nice meaty man. Okay. And I love a man that can lift this 220. You know what I'm saying? If you a meaty man that can lift 220, holla at me. <laughs> you can lift 220. Call that. <laughs> anyway, so I could go with that Val Kilmer, but the one that got you know excessively big, where it just hit, he lost all of his sex appeal. Okay. Yeah, no. All now, right. what do I think that thing looked like? 
I think that thing is girthy. Oh, okay. Okay. I do. I think that I think that thing girthy. I think about camera got a hook, baby. A hook line and a sinker. All right, he don't give me manicure. He gives me he he let that bushy hair be bushy. And keep it moving. Yeah. Hair on balls and all. All right. Are you ready for your last? And final dingling for the month? Yes. All right. This is a two-time Oscar-winning actor. Mm. Has co-starred with Meg Ryan, Denzel Washington, Antonio Banderas, Matt Damon. Um, has, has a son that is quite embarrassing on social media. And is also co-starred with Julia Roberts. And provides... Um, um, God dig it. I can't think of his name right now. Um, he's an older actor. Yeah, he's older. He has. He's a silver fox. You know, like... White I don't... Hair. I think he's salt and pepper. I don't think he's fully silver. Okay, salt and pepper. But that's what I'm getting. He's got gray hair or whatever. So, um, God damn, what's his name? Is he gay? No, he's not gay. I felt like this guy came out later on and, and said he was gay. Um, who's the dude that did the um, movie Pretty Woman with Julia Roberts? Richard Gere is not gay. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought Richard Gere was No, Richard Gere is not gay. What bitch. Listen, oh. listen, listeners. Somebody let me know because I know there, I know there was a rumor out there that said Richard Gere was gay. No, there's a rumor that Richard Gere let somebody put a gerbil up his ass. I don't know if that makes him gay, but no, nah, I, I didn't even hear that one. I just heard that he was uh he came out the closet. Okay, so it's not Richard Gere. No, no. Julia Roberts, Tom Cruise. No, I'm on the wrong one. You said Meg Ryan. Oh, Tom Hanks. Yes. Oh, <laughs> listen, listen, I can't, I love Tom Hanks, but Tom Hanks is like, it would be like sucking Mr. Rogers' dick, you know what I'm saying? Everybody want their dick sucked. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mr. Rogers did <laughs> In a whole, suck his dick wholesomely. <laughs> Wholesome, you know, but let me tell you something about Tom Cruise. Don't get, get it twisted. I know I just say he gives me wholesome, but I bet you he's a wild, aggressive lover. I think but he's vanilla. I just, I just, I don't. I just can't look up. I just can't suck Pepper. I can't see me looking up at him and, and sucking and, and, and just I'll be busting out laughing. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. But um, I believe his penises. I'm going to give Tom Cruise a heavy dick. That's what I'm going to give him. Okay. Tom I mean, Hanks. What did I just say? Tom, said Cruise. Tom Cruise. Bitch. Hold on. I'm going to give Tom Hanks a heavy dick. Okay? Ew. Okay. He gives me heavy dick. He gives me it ain't manicure, you know, Bushwick Bill, you know, Afro, whatever you want to call it down there. Episode um, title, Bushwick Bill. <laughs> Oh, I hate you. I fucking... But yeah, that's the only reason why I wouldn't do it because it would feel it would be weird to me. Yeah. Okay. 
So I never looked at him sexually. I think that's what's, what's killing I, I don't think that. Yeah. For Jackie, let the listeners know about our newest addition to topics. Or excuse me, our, hey, newest, our newest segment of the show. Hey, listeners. So listen, as John said in the beginning of the episode, we are shelving bitch what, you know, for the summer, whatever, spring, summer, whatever you want to call it. Nice and, <laughs> hello. Boom. And we're bringing you guys a new segment. It's called Say Three Nice Things. So how it works is I'm going to give John a name and I have to say three nice things about this. No, you give me the name and I have to say three nice things. Oh, I'm drunk. Yeah, I'm sorry. You drunk, forgive us. We were drinking. I, Listen, listen. So y'all get the concept. John gives me a name. I have to do my best to say three nice things about the person. Are we gonna give them the like the okay? No. No, you're gonna say the name and then I'm gonna I'm going to attempt to say three nice things. You you're yeah, and then vice versa. John, yeah, so y'all get it. Y'all get it. So I hope you guys enjoy the new segment. Let us know how you vibing with Live tweet us. Yeah, live tweet us. I'll try to see it, or John's going to let me know. And send us an email, JackieJohnPod at gmail.com. Yes. Call the phone number. Yes. What's the number? Oh, hold on. Area code. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on to your love. Hold on to your love. Okay, so the telephone number is area code 202-643-8776. You can call us. You can leave us a voicemail. You can text us. Mm-hmm. We will talk about it on the next show. Boom. All right. So are you, are you going to say that you want me to start? You're going to start. All right, so my first um, say three nice things. Frankie, I, I hope I got the last name right. Frankie Rivera. Oh, okay. From, from the debunk, what about our friends? I mean, what about your... I can't even talk. <laughs> three nice things? Okay. Um, yeah. Did I get it right, though? You, yes, it is Frankie Rivera. Okay. Um, he has great hair. Um, <laughs> he has good taste in music because he stands for Mariah Carey, and Mariah Carey is amazing. And he has a great choice in co-hosts. He did What About Your Friends with Charnel? And we got, mm-hmm. you guys know I'm absolutely mad about Charnel. I love what Charnel does. Congratulations, Charnel. Yes, congratulations on your run for office. Mm-hmm. And Baby Huey, who I'm a fan of, I think he is just dope. So those are my three nice things. Okay, all right. <laughs> do you want to give me one and then we go back and forth? Or how you going to do it? Okay, so my first one for you, the indie podcast community. Who? The indie podcast community. Say three nice things. 
at my face. It's like, I know you are. I am. Okay. That's why I, that's why I'm laughing. It was nice in the beginning. Um, I met I met some cool people. Okay, that's two. Um, we don't need to relive it. I don't know if that's nice, but we'll, we'll, we'll take it. We'll we'll take it. Oh my god, this is going to be interesting as the months go by with saying nice things. Now that was hard because I could not think of nothing else for real. There's nothing nice like. It was cool at one time, and I met some dope people. I ain't got nothing else after it. Your turn. Oh, it ended? I don't know. <sighs> okay. okay, my turn. <sighs> Podcaster BJ. B is a boy. I'm sorry, who? The pod podcaster BJ. Ooh, say three nice things. Yeah, say three nice oh. things. Oh, this is gonna be difficult. Um, he had nice things to say about myself at one time with Penrose on a few of their collaborations. So I'm appreciative of that. Um, ooh, something nice to say. Um, I'm rooting for everyone black and he's black. So that's a nice thing. Um, third, oh, okay, um, okay, let's see. Okay, third, he was once affiliated with CEO Hayes, who I find insanely attractive. So, hey, those are my three nice things. <laughs> He's black. I'm rooting for everybody black. <laughs> Sorry. You, I mean, you said say three nice things. I... You did. You did. You did say three nice things, but I was not expecting that one. But okay. You weren't expecting what? That is just, that is like so common. He's black, and I'm rooting for everybody black. I I'm I am rooting for everybody black. I know. You you did it though. Shout out to you. <laughs> Are you ready? No, I'm kind of nervous on this shit. Go. Detective Amanda Rollins. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now, you know damn well. <laughs> <laughs> She's a whore. <laughs> I said say three nice things. Being a whore is not a nice thing. She's the best whore. Okay, all right. Um, you black bitch. Um, she. Mm, okay, her hair doesn't look ratty anymore. <laughs> I'm glad she's not out there creating more children with multiple men. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if that's not okay. That is nice. Okay. Settle down. She ain't out there giving that pussy away no more. Uh, 
And um Oh my god. Oh my I like her and Finn as partners. They're not partners. Who's a partner now? Just have well, a I like it when she works with Finn, like when they when they work together on cases. But they were partners at one time, remember? They were, but that was before Finn was a lieutenant. Yeah, okay, so yeah, okay. I like the when she worked with Finn. Yeah. Same thing. Black bitch. <laughs> that was a struggle, bitch. You already know. I know that that is why it is called three nice things. <laughs> that was a struggle. Oh my goodness. Because she's a <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So Jackie, before we go to the flip and come back for our table topic, is there anything that we need to chop up? Do you want me to do the Auntie Jim or are we going to do the Auntie Jim after the table topic? Yeah, go and give us the Auntie Jim so we can just smooth and parlay into the table topic. Okay. So, hey guys, the Auntie Jim of the month is. I don't want to be your damn Auntie. Okay. That's and, fine. That's okay too. No, because here's the thing: if auntie means holding me in a standard, that wait, wait, who, who said that you had to be held in a standard? Because I okay, let me tell let me tell you because I think people got auntie fucked up. Like when you know when they started when they created this label and says, "Hey, girl, you auntie, you my auntie," because I'm older, right? We're aunties. Nicole's an auntie. I'm an auntie, right? <clears throat> but my thing is, I want to be the auntie where. You know, I've been on this planet longer than you. I've been through a little bit more things than you. So I can come to you and say things and give you some knowledge and share my wisdom and my experiences with you freely without any backlash, nothing, whatever, whatever. I, I should be able to come to you and, you know, give you advice. Because that's how, that's how people, that's how auntie first came about. You see what I'm saying? That's what auntie is, right? right. The, the, the auntie that gives you good advice, you love your auntie. She's wiser. She knows things. But auntie done turned into some other shit. Auntie done turned into where there's supposed to be this high morale and bigger than now and always walking around being the bigger person and um, not being able to be human. Fuck that shit. I don't want to be that auntie. If I can't feel or be who I am, and if you cannot, and don't hold me in no standard. Don't say because I'm older, I'm supposed to be bigger and wiser. Not. No, I got feelings. I'm a human. And every now and then, that's it. Humans go through things. We experience things. We react however it goes. And my thing is, me being human, you can't, don't come to me and try to hold me at a certain standard that you're not even holding for yourself. You follow me, John? Like, if, if you come to me with some shit, and you ain't even living by that shit. Don't talk to me. Right. Don't talk to me. And that's why I feel like people don't got auntie fucked up, and I don't want to be nobody's auntie. Okay. That's the auntie gym of the week. Auntie gym of the week is do not hold others into in a standard that you're not holding for yourself. You ain't holding it up yourself. Auntie gym of the week. Boom. Was that too much? Yeah. Well, go ahead, go ahead and take us to the flips and we can come back for the table. Talk. All right, y'all. I ain't gonna refresh no more drink because I don't feel like I need one. But we gonna. I'm gonna refresh my drink because I need another cup. Oh, you need to refresh your drink. Oh, I'm a speed demon today. I've been drinking, so we're gonna refresh the drink and we're gonna come back after the flip. Mm -hmm. 
All right, guys, thank you for sticking with us this long. We are at our table topic for this month. And the table topic for this month, we are talking about bodies. We're talking about our bodies as we have evolved over the years from the past 20 years. I want us to talk about what our ideal body is, how we feel presently about our body, and, you know, any struggles or any tips that we can give out to our listeners to promote body positivity. Um, so I, I, I want to open up with things if that's okay with you. So I'm 38 years old. And I will say this, my body has definitely changed over the past 20 years. And... It, it's not been a bad thing. It, it's been a life thing. And I say this because I was a child model and I was a fledgling um, teen model. And I remember going on go-sees and, you know, casting agents saying, we love your look. We either need you to go up in size or we need you to drop some sizes so that you can do certain projects. And that has always had a effect on me, you know, because here's the thing, I come from a, a family, my grandmother is a pageant queen, she's a beauty queen, she competed and did that for many, many years. You know, my mother was a teenage model and that was something that was brought to my doorstep and I was bit by the bug. And with that, in the modeling industry, your body is very much at the forefront of things. And modeling world is completely different than the day-to-day -day world. So in the average world, you know, I was, okay size but when it came to modeling like i said i had casting agents saying hey we either need to have you beef up a little bit or you need to slim down a little bit and that was a huge thing for my teenage years which were you know my formative years and then even in my 20s and i want to say when it got to my mid-20s i just stopped i said you know what I can't keep putting myself through this because it was it was tearing away at my psyche and I was done. Like I, I said, you know what? I don't even want to pursue modeling anymore because there, there were points in my life and I, I've, I've briefly touched on this on previous episodes, but I didn't really go as in-depth as we're going now where I've had issues. I wasn't bulimic. I wasn't anorexic, but there were things that I was doing to cut me where I wasn't necessarily eating for, I wasn't eating just to eat. Like, you know how, you know, when you're a regular person, you just eat because you're hungry. I was eating out of necessity because you have to eat. Mm. I was working out like crazy to, you know, appear a certain way. And then I even look back and I think I'm like, I remember being in, you know, 
in certain groups of friends and, and this is only with some of my older gay friends at the time where you know I was the bigger of the group where everyone was you know 115 120 130 140 pounds and at that time you know I'm 165 I'm 170 I'm you know six feet tall so I shouldn't be 130 and of course you know at that time my friends were five eight five nine you know five ten even at the tallest so it looks different so you develop these body issues where it's like damn I'm the I'm the fat ass because I'm not real thin like my friends and I feel like when it comes to people of color black and brown folks we you know weight and our bodies is such an issue because you can go to a family event and someone hasn't seen you in a while and they're like the first thing that comes out of their mouth is like oh you you gained some weight and you know that's just indoctrinated in our cultures and it's like wow how do we navigate that now because my thing is this i could i, I could be excised but I like to eat. I also like to work out. And I'm like, I, I can't be steeped in how I was 10, 15 years ago where I'm like, you know what? I am going to be hyper-focused on this because I want this particular body. Yeah, I get it. So I, I want to represent for the men out there. And I, I kind of want to pick your brain on how you feel about it. Because I, I, I do have a question for you with all that being said, like, like your journey from childhood to adulthood right now, how do you feel about your body? Um, how I feel about my body, I've always had an athletic build. Like I've never been super narrow. I've always had broad shoulders. I've always had larger limbs as far as arms and legs and a thicker neck. Um, so I, I feel confident, um, you know, with the pandemic and, and, you know, just with getting older and closely approaching 40, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not mad at my body. I'm always going to work out, but right. I'm also going to indulge. And I feel like if I just find a better balance, it, it could really be, you know, ideal. I would say if ideally, if I lost 25 pounds, I would feel a lot better. Mm. If I lost 15, I would be good. But if I lost 25, you couldn't tell me shit. Okay, so basically, when I say how do you feel about your body, right right now you're telling me you're not the happiest with your body. You're basically I'm not saying, the happiest, mm -hmm. but I'm not, I'm not like, oh my God, I want to kill myself. Right, right. Okay, that's fair. I was just wondering, you know, um, coming from a male's point of view, you know. So me, myself and I, when I was a young whippersnapper, I was a buck 20, buck 25, all through high, you know, all through high school, you know, all that stuff. Got pregnant with my firstborn when I was 17, had her, baby weight fell right off, went right back to a buck 20, buck 25. But let's be clear, I never had a butt. 
I, when I say I was a bean pole, nothing in the front, nothing in the back. Wearing a size A bra, A cup bra, arms long like scarecrow, no butt, you know, didn't have nothing going on, you know. And I was a straight up tomboy, you know. So as I got older, I had my kids, I had my second child, I had my son when I was like 22, I think. Yeah, I think I was 22. Right. Yeah. And, um, now, with him, I gained the most weight, like the most baby weight ever in life. I was almost 200 pounds before I had him. And um, that was the heaviest I ever seen myself. I was probably about 189 when I had him. Remember, I was above 20, right? Right. So I, I gained way too much weight. I was like borderline, the high blood pressure, all that shit. So anyway, had him... The baby weight didn't fall off immediately, but it did fall off. You know, I didn't have, you know, I had a little pudge for a little, just for a little bit, you know, a few months, whatever, whatever, but then it, you know, it was gone. Okay. Um, but I always remained around probably about, at that point in my life, about 125, 130 of that, right? Moving along, pushed around and got my third baby, right? I was 27 when I had her, if I'm mistaken. Don't worry about me. Right. Don't know. I don't know, but whatever. Around there. <laughs> when I had her, but whatever. Um, that's when I, you know, my body didn't bounce back like the first and the second one. You know what I'm saying? It mm -hmm. took a little longer. I wasn't used to seeing myself in that state. You know what I'm saying? And I never, I didn't think I was pretty or whatever because that's not what I was used to seeing myself looking like, right? So it just took longer to get that baby weight off, right? Now, pushing on along, getting to 30 or whatever and everything, um, I was just a nice build. I was probably about, when I got married when I was 30, I was probably about a good 150, 160, but solid. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm tall. So, had a little round butt, but not no no big butt. It won't flat. You know, I had a little had a little B cup. You know, I grew up a little bit. You see what I'm saying? I only grew up a little bit from high school to, you know, till I got to my 30s, right? Right. So, now, <laughs> life started changing for me when I was about 35. Um about 35, I started, I started experiencing pre premenopausal symptoms and stuff, right? But I didn't know what it was at first. But you know, like I said, by the time when I got 35, I knew what it was and everything. So my metabolism was slowing down. My estrogen was Never slowing does. down. You know what I'm saying? But I thought it was just the metabolism. Because you know, the old rule of thumb is you, you get 30, you start hitting 30, your metabolism shifts and it slows down. So I had like a double shift. I had the, the I had the the normal the normal nostalgia of 30 catching up with me, 30 plus. And then I had pre-menopause hit me, but I did not do my research with, with menopause. I felt like if I did my research, I could have did more preventative measures, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, before I got to 40. You feel right. me? So I didn't know pre-menopause will cause you to um or not, not even just pre-menopause, just being a full menopause too. I didn't know what caused you to gain weight. It, it causes you to gain weight. 
you know, because of all the different changes in the hormones and low estrogen and, and other stuff not producing, it causes women to gain weight. So with all that being said, I wish I would have knew then what I know now. But anywho, here we go. Fast forward, I'm in my 40s, right? So weight be, weight was creeping up on me, but I looked in the mirror and I'm like, okay, oh, yes, I like it. I still look good. I, you know, I still got like a little, I get, get a little food pie, but it is what it is. I mean, what was I doing to prevent food pies? Nothing. You know, I was still relying off of my natural God-given um, genes that I inherited from my mom. You know what I'm saying? And Eventually, them jeans ran out. <laughs> no, stop. I think my jeans are still holding on. So listen, <laughs> I'm in my 40s now, and I'm at I'm at the heaviest I've ever been in my life. So right. let me let me um backtrack to what is this? Let me backtrack to 20, 2020. COVID came, right? You mm -hmm. know, 2019, 2020. <clears throat> I ain't had nothing to do but be in the house and work out. Cause you know, that's when we was all in our mandated stay in the house order, right? Right. All I did was work out. I changed my eating habits. I was researching on menopause and all that stuff, weight gain and things I could do to help with, you know, easing symptoms from menopause, like hot flashes, weight gain, low estrogen, all, all that shit in between, right? So I will say this though, and I got into a good workout routine, right? So I did, I lost a lot of weight. I got all the way there. I was at I was at two two o five or two fifteen, and then by the time I got to Vegas in uh, Smoke Free Vegas, I was one ninety. Right. Right. Yeah, that was a nice. It was a nice size. But I will say this: the I, my booty dropped. You know, I lost I lost mass and booty. I lost you know thighs and yeah, whatever. It was, a, it, I just felt like it, I lost too much and it, it didn't like go, that. and it didn't tone up like I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Like it didn't, like I wanted to lose stomach, but I didn't want to lose no ass and certain, you know, a whole lot of thighs and, all, and breasts and all that stuff. But unfortunately, when you start losing weight, you ain't got no control over where the weight drops, right? You don't. All right. So I got, the, I, I was there. Uh, and I will say this, when I went to that Papalooza, that was probably the smallest I was in a long time, right? It was mm -hmm. small. And then after Papalooza, that's when that weight started coming gradually, gradually, gradually. COVID came, did this, got into this workout routine, lost all this weight. Then circle back around when, when Smoke Free um, happened in Houston, all that weight I lost in Vegas, before Vegas, I gained all that way back. <laughs> right. Gained all that way back. And um, right now, I'm here. I don't care. I don't care who knows what, what size I am. I'm 220. I'm, here, I'm at 220. So I went all the way from one down from 190 and let in, in, in a year's time when the when Smoke Free Houston came, I gained that weight back. I was sitting 220. And I didn't care. I, I had no, well, I probably went 220. Now it's probably about two, 210. I'm going to give about 210. Mm -hmm. So, and I didn't care. I, I I love my thick thighs. I love my my thick ass. I love my broad shoulders. I love my nice size breasts. And the thing nice is, <laughs> I carry it well though. You see what I'm saying? I I have my full pop. Like when I post my pictures and stuff, 
If you don't see a football, you don't see a football. If you see a football, you see a football. Here's the thing. I dress for my body type. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what makes me feel sexy. I'm not going to put on a dress that's two sizes too small that got my football poking out looking like I'm four months old. I mean, four months pregnant. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, I don't be trying to hide nothing. Y'all still going to see me shapely and stuff. I just... Dress for, I dress more, I don't want to say appropriately, I just dress for my body type and my body shape. Because I don't care if you're 60 years old, but you still got the body of a Tyra Banks when she was a young model at 25. Right. If you want to wear the little freaking dresses, I say wear them. If you right. got the body for it, you know what I'm saying? If you're super comfortable wearing that, I don't care how old you are, wear it. So it's just certain things I ain't putting on no more because of my body type because I'm not comfortable in it. And then I've had people talking about men um make the comment like, oh lose, you know, lose a few, you know, lose, you know, go make do this, go work out, lose this. I'm like, lose what? My thing is if you got a problem with it, you don't need to be with me. You show dog nigga. You don't need like and then my thing is like, I ain't even with you. I ain't even fucking you. I ain't like why is you telling me to lose weight? Don't worry about me. You do you. And the crazy part about it is there's one nigga who don't like it, but the show is another nigga out there who loves it. Thank you. Talk that talk, nigga. Talk that. So, this, this 220 right here, <laughs> getting loved. Okay? So, let's be clear. Am I... At one time, I was not okay with, this, with being this heavy, you know? Right. But after losing all that weight and then seeing how I look, I didn't like the shape, you know what I'm saying? But I, like I said, I love my thick thighs, my big booty. Can I, can I come down a little bit in the waistline? Of course. But my goal right now, if I can just maintain this 220, I'm right. good. Right, I got you. That, that's why when you see me post, I just say maintain it. I ain't trying to lose weight. If I lose weight along the way, great. You want to know what I want to lose? If anything, maybe 10, 15 pounds. Right at the at the max twenty, get me down to two hundred, but let me keep my ass in the thighs. You know what I'm saying, right. and keep it moving. But it's not it's not it's not a um priority anymore. My priority is is maintaining the weight I am, the weight that I can carry without feeling no pain in my knees. You know what I'm saying, right. So, and that's where I'm at right now. I eat good. Do I indulge? Of course, everybody indulges. It's okay of to indulge. Of course. It's food, not crack. Right. It's okay to indulge. But I'm, I do I do watch what I, you know, I watch what I, I, I know what my triggers are for my body. I know what I can't go crazy and ham on and, and, and um, without having to worry, you know. And then they have to wear like, oh my god, I ate all this crap and it's gonna blow me up. I know what not to eat and overindulge in it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, the way I eat is good. I go out there and I get my um, I get my cardio in. I get other core whatever workouts in throughout the week when I can. I try my best to get three days a weekend. Three days a week. I can, if I can't dedicate thirty minutes to an hour three days a week, then I don't have no business. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. But I say all this to say, no matter how big or small or whatever, and forget about what other people say. It's about how you feel about you when you look in the mirror. So when you when when I looked in the mirror at one point and I was not happy with it, 
I was doing something about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then I look in the mirror now and I'm actually happy with what I see and I'm trying to maintain it. You see what I'm saying? I got you. That, that's where I'm at right now. I love it. And I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's 30 years old that's, that's bigger than me and ain't had no kids. Uh, you know what? Okay. I'm just saying. I, no, don't, don't bring it over here. <laughs> I, I know, big chops. Y'all need to, y'all need to be like, damn! I wish I could. Uh, I hope I'm, I'm half as fit as Miss Jackie in her later years, because I am in my later years, people. So here's the thing. Hold on, you, you. Okay, later. You're not. You are not, okay. As someone I, that knows and that has family that are in their 80s and 90s, <laughs> you are not 50. So you're not in your later years. To me, later I'm years, closer to 50 than years, 40. Later years isn't until 70 plus. You're not in your later years. You are in your mid years. You're not in your later years. I mean, at one point in time in history, 50s is later years because people life expectancy has changed. Well, people are living much longer. So you're mm -hmm. not. But I'm happy though. I'm proud to say I'm damn near um damn near 50. And still looking the way I look. Right. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, for the body shaming part, I just feel like, I think the most I was probably body shamed was just a guy not appreciating me being happy with my body. You right. know? And <laughs> it is what it is. So, but um, I don't know. It, it's been, my, my weight journey has been very interesting and right. and I'm, I'm like I said it was a point where I was where I was just in shock because I've never seen myself that heavy in life you know what I'm saying but I did have a um I should have known because everybody tells me I look just like my mama blah 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 blah, blah. let me tell you something my mama didn't get them thick bricks till she had these kids you know what ah. I'm saying so I, I, and when I say I'm built like my mama, I'm really built like my mama. So, and but I just, mine just came on because of early menopause. It wasn't about having the three kids, you know? Right. Yeah. So, but I feel like if I, again, if I just knew, I could have did some preventative maintenance. So that's another key thing, people, preventative maintenance. Like, Stop. We can wake up every morning and say, oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. But tomorrow ain't promised. So go on and get that 30 it's minute not. in. You know, go and get that 30 minute walk, uh, cardio, whatever you want to do. Get it in because you're going to feel amazing. Because what was it? I think it was Friday. Uh, you know, when I was on my walk on Friday, I came back home. When I tell you I felt the best I felt in, in probably that whole week, just getting that walk in, coming mm -hmm. in, fixing a nice dinner, and, and relaxing and watching TV, man, I fell asleep before 10 o'clock. You hear me? That's my life, y'all. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that, that that workout gave me, like, you know, good energy. And you know how we be trying to get that, that ultimate high? That workout gave me an ultimate, ult, uh, ultimate high, if, I, if I'm making any sense, you know? No, you are. Yeah. Well, Jackie... Let the mm -hmm. listeners know where they can find you and then take us out with something petty, messy, and shit. No, no, no. Okay, so listeners, I don't know 
know where you can find me at this point because I'm kind of over social media. I really haven't been on my personal Twitter. Um, you can find me on my business Twitter at Jackie O Management. You want to get some business tips or whatever, whatever. Um, I'm on Snapchat. So, hey. and I, let me tell you what, I don't like Facebook for real, for real, but I'm going to give you acclimated with Facebook again. So you can find me on Facebook, but I ain't going to give you that name. Well, you can, I'm just Jackie Facebook. Yeah. But I ain't been posting up there. But anyway, that's where you can find me. <laughs> You can find me with John Salvatore once a month. You can find me with the beautiful Mr. Cole Banks from Let's Keep It 100. Doesn't matter when we drop, we still here. And um, that's it. That's where you can find Jackie, minding her beautiful black business. And yeah, say something. Oh, you said say something messy, petty, and shady. Right, because we're known for being messy, petty, petty, and shady. I really don't like y'all. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't like y'all. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back for June's edition of Jackie and John, a podcast with Inner mm-hmm. Podcast. Until then, we'll see you, sweet lovers of liberty, next time. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Are you ready for that? Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I got no money, she is still my honey. There is a reason to be funny, cause I I I say that I don't care what you say, but you can say, girl. Keep on saying your thing, yeah. And I don't care what you do, but you can do, girl. Keep on doing your thing, yeah. And I don't care what you shake, but you can shake, girl. You have my head to spin, yeah. And I don't care what you kiss, but you can kiss, girl. You have this brother, sing that people keep on telling me that you're.